Hello, my name is Kel, and you are listening to the Wild Ones mini podcast series. On July 17th, 2021, we had our second Wild One salon. In July, our theme was a continuation of the I Choose to Challenge theme, with the specific subject of reimagining education. We were thrilled to have guest speaker Jen O'Shea with us. Jen O'Shea is a psychology graduate, researcher and trans woman living in Cork. She is passionate about social justice, inclusion and trans equality and has been involved in community-led support and activism for a number of years. Jen is dedicated to educational equity and spoke about the necessity of allyship from peers in academia. Here's what she had to say. Just as a quick introduction, hi everyone, um, my name is Jen, um, I use she, her pronouns. So I am a psychology graduate um, and at the moment I'm working as a research assistant in UCC and as a project associate for a research charity in Dublin. So my work is basically looking at things like adolescent health and furthering adolescent health and um, then just different kinds of work to do research to promote social programs and social equity in the country. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've been living in Cork about 10-ish years um, from Kerry originally, and that's probably all you really need to know about me. I'm trans as well, so I, I probably should have mentioned that, but <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's the, the my little profile of myself there. And also just want to say thank you so much to Fumita for that amazing talk. Um, like a lot of what you were talking about in terms of like the HPA access and stress in that during adolescence is pretty much exactly my research area. So I love seeing it. I love seeing it applied to education. It's so important to do that. And I think the, um, the kind of contextual like environment of the school is something that's really undervalued in, in when we're looking at the research there. Um, so it's kind of unusual for me not to be like so prepared and have um, like papers and slides and everything. But um, for this, I really wanted to take things a bit more kind of personal, I suppose. So instead, like this is looking at the, the whole education system before. What I want to look at now is taking into the into higher education and how we can be more kind of active allies to our peers and to people that we work with and people that work for us. So um, I suppose just to give you some background on myself, uh, I, uh, on the theme of education and in, in the breakout discussion that we had, which was absolutely fantastic, uh, we we're talking about the challenges of um, the challenges of secondary school and how difficult it can be in the transition between primary to secondary. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I've pretty much failed out of secondary school I did absolutely awful and it's only through I think what was I I was 28 I went back to college um so before that I was basically just working different kind of retail jobs all the way up and really what's kind of got me to the point where I am now is first of all obviously having a passion for psychology I just I, I kind of looked into it because my partner was in the area and I was like oh yeah sure look I'll do that that's great and really ended up loving it but um also, it was from really intensely active allyship from one of the um, senior lecturers in the department 
So um, basically she um, consistently went out of her way to find opportunities to kind of further my career and push me along. So, and that was after, um, it was after I very nervously came out to her in one, um, one meeting. So um, that was something I was really grateful for. And it had me thinking about um, something that she always talks about was shine theory which is basically, it's, it's about women lifting up other women. And it's when you shine, I shine. So it's the, the concept of lifting each other up. So I suppose just with the basis of that, I, I kind of saw myself as a good ally to other groups up until um, probably recently enough. And I know Joe had talked about the um, kind of some of the issues around the uh, Women's Day panels this year. And that was one of the things that really kick-started, um, uh, kick-started my own thoughts on being more of an active ally within education. So um, around the time of the Women's Day, I was coming out of a couple of months before there was a situation where I was talking about my experiences in academia and how I felt kind of especially vulnerable to um, people in higher positions who could be transphobic or could have, you know, positions that they have power over me and where my career can go so um in doing that I had a couple of hundred uh transphobes dogpile me and say all these horrible things uh calling me a man predator say that I'm getting into research with adolescents for nefarious reasons also doing things like tagging the university to try and get me taken off projects that I'm working on so by the time the Wednesday panel came about I was really really happy that just about every single one in the country there was a trans woman invited to it and I was really happy about this and it, it was really meaningful but um so in the days leading up to it I started to read more and more from the voices of the people who were left out of that so all the panels were white including the the trans people who were invited to them there were you no know, travelers there were you no know, people from direct provision there were you no know, disabled people on this panel so Essentially, what you had were these panels of white, able-bodied, settled women talking about how they can lift themselves up, which is something that kind of was really uncomfortable to me. So um, there was a panel discussion that was organized by the Sligo Traveller Group, where there was a bunch of traveller women talking about essentially this, the, the way that they were left off the panels. And there was... Um, one of the speakers, Rosemary, she's um, an activist. She's absolutely incredible. I love her. But um, she had this um, great point that honestly I felt really called out by. Um, so she was questioning why in this situation, the white trans women who were being invited to these panels weren't asking for others to be invited to, weren't giving up their spaces, weren't holding the door open. And um, yeah, that was that was something that was really, I suppose, it should have been obvious. But um, yeah, um, so it, it kind of made me think about education and the way I've been treated in the past. Again, how I had people looking out for me from above who are, who are keeping the door open for me and I started to reflect on how what how how I can do this and what changes I can make in 
um, to kind of do this for others. So, um, yeah, I, I suppose to keep on the, the, the theme of this event thing, which is, you know, I choose to challenge and rematching education. Um, I guess the meaningful difference that we can make in education, I suppose, is to challenge ourselves first before anything else. So, um, like, if I if I refer back to when I was saying, you know, that situation where I was getting uh, attacked by transphobes for uh, absolutely no reason, I, it, it's that that would make it very easy for me to put myself in a position where I can say, um, where I can center myself in that and I can see that's the experience that I have and absolve myself of the privileges that I have and that I've been given to be in this situation. Um, so I guess when I take part in advocacy, when other people in my position do that and they take part in advocacy, without challenging that, I suppose we're only furthering ourselves, which is um, the, the, the kind of challenging thing about it. Um, yeah, so I suppose really kind of my take-home point to this is that when we are invited, and I'm not just talking about kind of white trans women, I'm talking about like um, anyone from gender, sexual minorities, um, it, it's kind of just to challenge ourselves to look at how we are privileged and look at how we can kind of use that. Because in these situations, we're being offered something that others aren't. So why are we not taking this and using it to, to, to help other people? So, um, yeah, my, my take on point is basically when it comes to a situation like that, we have two decisions. The first decision is to use that privilege to lift up others and to help them in the same way that I was talking earlier. Things like shine theory, you know, the, the rewarding nature of lifting up other people, even like and, and the morality of it. But also um, then we have the other choice, which is essentially to be complicit in a system of oppression against other people. So um I think active allyship in that sense comes from um, challenging ourselves. And it's, it's um, sorry, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here now, <laughs> but uh, it is um, about recognizing the parts of ourselves that we are afforded credit for without having earned and, and using that to leverage for other people who don't get the same. Um, and I suppose that's really all of what I wanted to say on that and just really kind of touch on how important that is at any level of education when you are a student, when you're in a position where you're doing research. Um, like for me, I've been very fortunate in that I've been able to kind of dip in and out of people doing research and say, oh, you shouldn't actually do this. You should ask this question like this or, you know, when you're ordering these things, you should do it in this certain way to, to, to make things more respectful, but like, it's, yeah, just the, the small kind of things that we can do to help others. But yeah, that's kind of really all I wanted to say on that. Um, so thanks so much for listening. I'm sorry I wasn't rambling and a bit more prepared. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wild Ones mini podcast series. You can follow Jen on Twitter at Jenna underscore OS. You can also follow Good Day Cork at Good Day underscore Cork or Think Speak Do at Think Speak Do 1. 
Thank you to our sponsors, the Local Community Development Committees and the Department of Rural and Community Development. Thank you also to Harry Menton for composing the music you have heard throughout the episode as well as the sound editing and mixing. You can find more of his work on Spotify. Until next time.